offline. Oh, here we go. Hello there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo for episode 160. Um, Dave and Busted Nut. It's episode 160. Um, yeah, it's... I wanted to talk about a little later about the fucked up exchange rates when it comes to finding, um, when you take your kids to David Buster's or, you know, adults go there and stuff like that. It's a fun place. But there's, it's, I did the math when I was there yesterday, taking my daughter. Um, I'm here with Jenna Kelly. Who's one? Hello. Is she here with us? Yes, I'm, I'm Damon. Here. Hello, hello, Damon. Okay. Um, some of the lab uh, labeling of the, uh, I noticed over the last couple of episodes, I may have screwed up. We called one episode Gargoyles, and that was actually the next episode. And the other one was called something else. And I kept on saying this is what this episode is called. And people, I, whatever they care. What, I, do they care? Apparently they do. If they, what, care if we, what, I name an episode? Oh, this I, one's, don't, I don't. Think I got to remember Dave and Bustin' Nut. Yeah. It wasn't Dave and Buster's. And I don't think Dave is copyrighted. And I don't think And is I don't think Bust Nut is copyright. The other one is Busters, yes. but I didn't say it in a row, so I, I didn't copyright that. But we'll we'll um. What what happened is uh, yesterday I took. Uh, we are in the Keys, and when you live in the Keys and you have a kid, and they have spring break, we I have a big uh, vacation coming up where we're going to Poland July. Right. For uh, I'm there for three weeks. The family's going to be there for almost five, and uh, I, we weren't going to do anything during spring break. Plus, we're in the Keys. Where, where the hell else? Why do you need to go anywhere? Right, your well, kids off. No, well, my friends are going spring break. They go snow, snow, okay. Well, skiing because we have sun year round and boating year round and everything else, so they want the change. Yeah, and. But the kid's going to be in vacation for practically the whole month of July yeah. in the uh, in coming back to the beginning of August. So, you know, her mother takes her out Monday, uh, Abby, and uh, has a great time with her. And Tuesday, I take her and her little friend up to Dave & Buster's. We drive up. You know, the, this thing about South Florida is um, they're always working on the, the roads, right? Expressways are always under construction. Yeah. We started out at 20 of 10 from Key Largo. There wasn't a lot of traffic going north, so we got up to at 10 o'clock. In most parts of the United States, at 10 a.m. local time, rush hour starts tapering off. Right. Well, we keep on going north. At 10.30, we run into god-awful traffic. To go 10 miles, it takes us 50 minutes to an hour. Sounds about right. Yeah, well, we're, I was I was thinking we were going to get to the mall, this, this mall, Dolphin Mall, where this uh, themed restaurant that is also a arcade is, and it, it's 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 fun. It, it, it's there, and, and we're just crawling through traffic and stuff like that. And I realize, you know, we're going to be up there for like three, maybe four hours. But it's going to make her happy. This is what she wants to do. She wants this. I mean, it's just, you know, and you know when you go up there, that this redemption thing. When you go up there and you say, 
you get a certain amount of credits. It's not like an arcade when you were young. You buy credits, and you the, the higher rates you buy them at, the more efficiently you get, you accumulate them. So for $20, you get 100 For $29, you get 125 something like that. Uh, uh, $50, you get, you know, the next step up, and then 75 and 100 but you get one card. You can't really split it up, maybe. I, I, I didn't really get into the nuances of it. The little girl that came with us had her card, which I realized wasn't going to be enough right after like three minutes of being there. I realized right. how they were pouring in the, the credits. So you, you, I don't have to tell the listeners what Dave & Buster's is like. I just said it. But I'm not going to get in trouble. It doesn't matter. I can just say that. We can say it does. Definitely. He's just talking about it. Um, you go in there. You spend all this money. you got some games where there's no redemption points, and there's other ones that are. And I was wondering for a while. I did a little research. I was trying to find out if a gaming company or a casino company might be involved in ownership because it would kind of be a great way to get kids involved with gambling. Right? That's just such a terrible thought. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Well, it's gambling. It's it's gambling, pure and simple. When you have it, it's a game of chance. It's not as accurate as roulette. Not that it's, it's you know it's always advantage to the house, but or blackjack, or um, uh, dice. You know, um, craps or Texas Hold'em. It's not like that. It's just like more games like Kino and spinning wheels and stuff like that. So you you go and spend, God, if you're there for three hours with uh, a kid who's playing games and they're not particularly adept at these games, they don't keep on playing and winning extra points and all that stuff. And they're trying to accumulate points. You think they're going to, and at the end you get a little prize, right? Yeah, like the old places where you'd like turn in your tickets. Like playing ski Well, Chuck and, and Cheese's. Yeah, like it would like shit out all the tickets and you take your tickets up to the little prize counter and you'd, you'd have to have so many just to get something stupid like one of those little fans or like, you know. Oh, it's a, well, I mean, I, I did, the way I equated it is the only way you can equate the value of it is to look on the top shelf when you go to the redemption area. And there was a Roomba. And it wasn't nearly as nice as the Roomba you have in there. It was like a two-year-old, uh, like old model, an older model Roomba. It was a hundred thousand points. Now, on one of the games, they have a big wheel. No, but they have they have a they have a game, which is kind of like, what's the one where you have to guess the price? The price is right, and and during the mid. Uh, section on where you get the people on the showcase, you have to spin the big wheel. Right. The big wheel. The big wheel is it is you're reading the edge of the wheel and every all the values are on the edge of the wheel. And at Dave and Buster's, you got this big hand crank and you kind of just take it and you push it down and you turn the big wheel. And you have all the numbers on it, and it could be twenty different places. And I guess you have a hundred to one shot of hitting the thousand. 
It could be even greater. It could be 150 to 1 of hitting 1,000 points. It costs almost, they make it 9.9 .9 credits. I don't know why 9.9 .9 credits. Why didn't they just make it 10 credits each time you spin the wheel? So you end up but you get 100. I mean, you could literally go up there for 20 bucks, spin the wheel 10 times. Use up almost all your points, 20, $20 worth of points. And if you're really unlucky, you can end up getting 40 tickets, which get you zero. Zero. Anything. I don't think no there's points. anything of 40. I don't think there may not be anything of 40 uh, tickets of value in the redemption center. Maybe like pencil erasers. Yeah. But if you're, <laughs> let's say, and I was doing the math when the girls were running around, how much would it take to get the Roomba? Went in there. 100,000 points. 100,000 points. Well, if you went up there, and I think it would be anywhere between, depending how you purchase them in a block, between $180 and $220, and spun it, you'd have to, in order, the most spins you could get out of it would, would be, let's say, about 100, right? Yeah. And that would be... Uh, 100 would be 1,000 credits. And I think you can get 1,000 credits for about a, between 180 and $225. And you hit 1,000 each time, you could get the Roomba. So the cheapest you can get it, and winning everything, and being astronomically lucky, being able to hit one out of 100 each time, 100 times in a row, you get the Roomba. That is very unlikely. It is very unlikely in 100 spins that you'd get four. Four thousand dollar outcomes. So you might end up like 6,000 points, right? For 180, well, $180. Now how much an old room, if you went on eBay to get an old Roomba or an old style one, how much is a Roomba? I think we paid two something, two hundred and twenty maybe. Two hundred and twenty, and I tell you the two twenty for a brand new Zoom. Right. You could go and buy it. There's virtually no way to get a win, a big jackpot, multiple times with a hundred and eighty dollars worth of points, and get anything of value there. I mean, you could get. We went there. We spent. So they both had twenty twenty nine dollar cards. Blah 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 blah. They had they had um, one hundred twenty five and a hundred points. It's two twenty five. I got them another twenty dollar card each. That's two hundred credits. Uh, so two hundred two hundred fifty credits, and uh, so four hundred fifty credits total. They walked out with a little squeezed, an amorphous stuffed animal some candy and everything that legitimately was worth and I'm going to just say if you went to a dollar store maybe ten dollars right maybe ten dollars of course the racket maybe ten dollars and the but value of it the value the, what it cost was two dollars what it cost was two dollars what it cost them was two dollars probably and so their turnover is 
close to 50 to 1. So what you're saying is you want to do a franchise of a Dave & Buster so you can break on all that money. <laughs> I think there's all sorts of things you can do. It doesn't have, your redemption doesn't have to be uh, objects. It could be services. Oh. Like a massage parlor, Dave & Buster uh, Dave & Buster Nuts. Dave & Buster Nuts. Right? There you go. Yeah, you go. And you go in there and the guy goes, you got, uh, you got shuffle bowl. You got, um, you know, throwing like little quarters into shot glasses and stuff like that. All these things that drunks can do and stuff like that. And then you go into an area and you can get like, you can redeem your points. You get a hand job, this, that. And my God, or the best one, drinks. the happy ending. The ha happy ending. And you can go to the deluxe thing. Put the happy ending way on top by the Roomba. Yeah. But the <laughs> way you accumulate points and stuff like that is instead of being like, it'll take $1,000 to get to the top one. $1,000. Yeah. We're in a Asian massage parlor that's for the best thing. It's probably like 80 to 100 bucks. You got 10 to 1 return. It's a great idea. <laughs> Think about it. Or you could partner with, with the Asian massage and give I mean, Robert Kraft, for them. Robert Kraft from the, uh, the, the New England Patriots thinks it's a great idea. Yes. Yes. He I does. wonder how much he paid. He paid about a hundred bucks, I think. That's it. Maybe really? two hundred bucks. Oh, crazy. I know a billionaire, right? Yeah, and so cheap. He could have had Robert Kraft could go and pay a Chinese scientist to clone women that he could have sex with for less money than he's going to end up paying for this debacle. No, but you just think of what a chain like this. And Dave and Buster's, and I'll tell you, this is the reason why I want you to research this. Dave and Buster started out. It was uh, Dave was a bar. They were in Texas. It was Dave and uh, the guy, what are their names? James Corley. James Corley, I think the guy's name was. And the, uh, Dave's was a, uh, just a regular bar. I think a regular bar. And next to it, they were maybe in a strip mall or something like that, was a place that had a lot of arcade games. And they decided to partner up. Ah. And put them together. And, you know, just make it adult entertainment. And they started out, I don't know if it's Texas or Arkansas, this is the reason why I said it. And the original, the original place, described by an Arkansas business executive, was a favorite haunt of politicians bond daddies. I don't know what a bond daddy is. That could be like a trust fund baby. Bond daddy. And cocaine horse. And it just had a bad reputation for the thing. And you go there and stuff like that. I did I, I met a couple girls at uh, David Buster's in Philadelphia. They had a place around the corner from where I uh, lived up in the northeast uh, part of the city. It was great. I've never been to one. You go up there and they had a they actually, at Dave and Buster's, they had a nightclub. They had a bowling alley. Um, you go there, you can go bowling. Uh, they had laser bowling, where the ball's lit, and the lanes are lit, and you're lit because the fucking bar's open. <laughs> Dead pool tables, you know, food, you know, nachos, all that shit. Paying a little food. more than stuff like that, tons. I mean, obviously, it's not the classic place that certain girls would want to go to. Maybe, I mean, the kind of girls you want to, you know, that would, would kind of free morals where 
The ones you want to take home but not introduce to your mother. I didn't, no, 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 not necessarily. I would not necessarily. You could probably need, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, there's a possibility you wouldn't want to take them home to your mother. There's a lot of girls that I wouldn't take home and introduce to my mother. There's a lot of girls I wouldn't mind. Either one. You know, it's not like they're going to see them again. Usually people are well behaved the first time you go and take them. They're going to be nice to your mom. It's the second, third time they start getting wise ass and stuff like that. You go say, your, your son's a jerk off and stuff like that. You know, when he left in the middle of the date one time, just left me where I was. Well, you were on your phone, so... <laughs> well, that was that texting thing, yeah. But this was before texting. I, I told you I told you guys about the one where the guard took the girl out, and she started crying a little. She wanted to go someplace. She had to say goodbye to some guy. And he was just a... He was such a sweetheart and loved her and stuff like that. He, they, but they just couldn't get along, but she had to see him. So you have to see him tonight on our second date? She goes, yeah, I have to. I took her there and I dropped her off. <laughs> and then she called me up like five times when I was home. Left message on my answer machine. Asking me where I was. So I went out. She goes, well, why'd you go out? I said, well, you went to see your old boyfriend. I was just saying goodbye to him. I said, you chose to say goodbye to him on their second date. Yeah. That. You should have been at this point when you're calling. You should be saying goodbye to my penis. Is that harsh? Come on, are you not listening? Are you on the phone again? Oh, God, oh you're just doing. You're reliving. I'm reliving. I'm reliving the whole event again. Damon, Jenna's on her phone. She is. Yeah, it's important business. Mm -hmm. I understand that. It's just as funny. It's kind of kind of like a flashback for me. But have you been in those places? You've been in a place where you, you go to a, um, a Dave and Buster's or a, uh, any any type of place, Chuck E. Cheese like that. My daughter daughter informed me on the way up. I see, we were driving by and it was a, the traffic was real slow. And I noticed off the turnpike, I saw a Chuck E. Cheese. I said, "Hun, you know, four years ago you've been been perfectly fine with going over there." And she goes, "Chuck E. Cheese's." takes all the unused pizza and puts them back on a tray and tries to resell them as a whole pizza again. Yeah, she says, that's what they said. And she showed me a picture. And we were stuck in traffic. We weren't moving at the time. And she goes, see? And she shows me a pizza that kind of like everything's kind of slightly disjointed. And I said, yeah, well, according to that picture, it looks like it's a real story right there. And she goes, well... You know, yeah, I said, you know, but Chuck E. Cheese, they got some games there and stuff like that. You can order some points, you get some, you get pretty much the same stuff you're going to get there. And she did. It was the same stuff. Was in the same games a chance, a little easier. Maybe she can make higher point totals. You know? There's all sorts of shit. You go up to one of the games and stuff like that, you put, you put your card in and nothing goes. Nothing happens. You go up to them and go, Hey, this game's not working. I go, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we just spent like three bucks, you know? And they're like, hey, you go and bitch at the counter. We want our points back. Because this game then did. But if you're spending 15 minutes at a counter, is that counterproductive? It's counterproductive. counterproductive. It is counterproductive. <laughs> Wait, come on. Be a little more forceful. <laughs> Jenna? Rawr. Is that it? Is that all I'm going to get from you tonight? Let it go. Let it go. I can't. These people Did you ever just see Frozen? Me. 
Fuck them. I know. Yeah. Don't listen to them. <sighs> listen, remember that thing I told you about the French guy up in Quebec? Yeah. Or the Quebec. I should just start answering back in French. You should. German. A German. I speak German. Yeah. Like you do German. speak? Oh, Minnesota, right? No. It's nothing to do with Minnesota. Lebanese. Yeah, Lebanese people usually speak Lebanese German. Lebanese speak German? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Is that it? No. I took it in school. You took German in school? I did, because they said it was the hardest. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Chinese is harder than German. Well, that's out of the the few languages okay. they offered at school. That my was niece, hardest. my niece is fluent in Mandarin. Ooh, that's tough. Oh, she's a, a she's an army intel right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Oops. Yeah, oops. I'm getting a phone call tomorrow. Say, did you just mention to uh, everyone that your niece was? Normie in town. I was just saying, I don't remember. I was drinking a little. That's what I'll do. Okay, well, we're going a little trivia. I think we built this uh, built this Dave and Buster's thing. I was just amazed about the amount of points it would take to uh, redeem a Roomba. Or, what was it? Remote control cars. That was incredible. It would be like $300 worth of points to buy a remote control car you could buy for 20 bucks on the place. Return on so, investment. It is a great return on investment. I'll tell you, the service was excellent there yesterday. I should say that. There was a, the, 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 and it wasn't. So they're making out everywhere. They're making profit on your food and your drinks. And when you're buying the food, they give you the option of buying a $20 card when you're doing it. And they kind of go like, so you can't do the math. You get a $20 card and you get chicken, chicken finger basket for your kids and go, well, that's $27.95. That means $7.95 for a chicken finger basket, which is pretty much the price for a chicken finger basket. Right. And they go... And then you got to tip them. And you tip them on... I tipped them on the whole thing. Right. You know what? The poor girl was running around and stuff like that. She had a big section and stuff like that. And she was apologizing. I said, I know exactly what's going on. You just open up. That's fine. Don't worry about it, honey. And just do it. I knew I was going to spend the money. I knew when I was going up, there was going to be a big deal. But every time I see it, I see the model, business model, I go, holy shit, what a great idea. And it was raining yesterday in Miami. And Key Largo spring break everyone down here nothing you can't fucking go out i mean you can go outside but it's raining what the fuck it's not that it's no better than wherever they're from except a little warmer definitely a little wetter and i figure it would just be wall-to-wall people and won't you fucking know it i there's a a, uh waitress from the blackwater siren there with her kids natasha pretty cute too <laughs> no but i'm sitting there with my daughter I go oh i gotta go and say hi to this woman i said wait i'm only saying hi because i did we used to do podcasts from there i went ran over to say hi to her and she goes who's that woman and my 12 year old said don't worry about it Some someone blackwater siren and i just want to go over and say hi i didn't want to sit there because that would be rude i like gave her a, a breast massage or anything like that not without charging her that wouldn't be yeah that wouldn't be appropriate Oh, there we are. Are we still going, court. Jenna? God. Knock it, it off. Just yeah, say knock it, it off. Here I am. I, I, did, I already had to tell his wife to shut up. Now I'm telling him to shut up when you know. Mm. They got to relax. Oh. Well, um, we'll get back on to, since we are the Keys bartender, and uh, it's, it's not all about me, but it is about the Keys. 
there is uh, the governor of uh, Florida is having in May declaring a day uh, Charles F. DuPont Day. And Charles F. DuPont was the first black sheriff elected in Florida and he served and to serve. He uh, served in Key West. He was elected in uh, 1888. And believe it or not, you think if you're a student of history, right after the Civil War, a lot of uh, freed slaves got elected to Congress and things like that. Uh, but there was um, a pushback from Reconstruction. They were calling that Reconstruction. And um, 1888, it was all settled down. like It was almost back to the old ways, except for slavery. But in Key West, they elected his, uh, Charles F. DuPont, who was a very popular sheriff in his time. And he served uh, about five years in Key West. And he was uh, well-liked in the public circles down there. Key West was very open society uh, back then. And they, um, uh, actually, there was, he got uh, many positive reviews and eventually founded the first chapter of the NAACP in the state of Florida. Which, Florida as it is now, you always hear weird Florida stories. But that is very advanced for Florida. And I'm very proud of that for Florida. That 1888. Cool. 131 years ago. And think of all this thing. What, think about what happened just 50 years ago. There were 50-something years ago, there were still lynching people. That's ridiculous. I know. I can't believe that in the last 50 years we've been that uncivilized. What that is, uh, that with people with limited information would just go out on a tear and just decide to, to base their decisions on a whim or fancy and just take a person that was accused and not brought up on trial and then just take them out and hang them from a tree without the, the uh, right of a trial. Right. The reason why there is a reason why their trials are made. So people can have their say, and they can have a rebuttal against everything said. Just because someone's accused doesn't mean that they're guilty. But there, there are a lot of times when the accusations are so prevalent, so widespread. Hence, the um, all the hanging. Some of them may have been guilty. A lot of them were unwarranted. A lot of them, they, they, they were innocent people that were just accused of a crime. And since they were of a different perceived skin color. Well, or a different poor faith or, or poor. They had no idea how they, 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 were, they, were, they, were, they were summarily, summarily executed. And, uh, but back in 1888, Key West did the right thing in the life of the Sheriff, and he did a great job. Uh, okay, on another note, since we're talking, we have another notable person, Mr. Alvarado Cisneros. Oh, he's a stalker. And I I think, Damon, you tell the story. Let's see what you tell us what he did at Taylor Swift. Well, the article that I breezed through, I'm 
not a social media monster, I'm on for about 10 minutes a day, um, was that he had been, that he, he was caught showering in Taylor Swift's house. Again. In New York. Where he took a ladder and he and he climbed up in the climbed in and showered and then was caught there. But the way didn't he like and you know, nap in her bed or something? You know, if you're showering, Damon, time? if you're showering, you probably was masturbating in the shower. Most likely. There's soap and there's water. And the imagination and, so and everything. But oh my God. But he had been caught there again. Okay, and to tie in with this, just so you know, Mr. Alvarado Cisneros is tied to the Keys. He's from Homestead, Florida, directly north of the Keys. And prior to his arrest in New York, he was um, caught in uh, North Key Largo, Notion Reef, on one of the members' uh, property in their utility shed, smoking pot, and was arrested. And while he, before he, um, he was arrested, and he was set up to do some type of uh, something during the process of adjudication required him to be here and to go through some process. But he was up in New York getting arrested for the Taylor Swift incident. And that violated the requirements he had for his parole for his incident in the Keys. So they issued a new warrant that he violated due to his incarceration for Taylor Swift. I mean, it's just very interesting that that happened previous, uh, just several weeks. So the arrest in Key, Key Largo happened several weeks before while he was smoking pot. And I posit a theory that he was in that utility closet smoking pot and he's probably listening to um, do you know any of the songs? I know them like well one of the songs is wait I know I know them too I can't uh, come on some of the words come on help me I'm not that good oh god I got nothing in my brain Come on! I know uh, the song no, no, some of the song. trying to think of. I just don't know the words to it. Mm, okay, uh, there's We're Never Ever Gonna Be Together Again. We're Never Ever. No, I don't even Getting know. Getting Back Together. Getting Back Together. That's a song. Right. Uh, there's lots of them. Uh, just not my genre. I know, and there's the one where he, she plays Romeo. Romeo and Juliet. And, Father said, get away from Juliet. So he's in that utility closet. Maybe has his headphones on with his uh, cricket wireless phone, I imagine. <laughs> Is that the prepaid? I think it's a prepaid yeah. phone. He's listening to cricket wireless phone. And, and I apologize. If you are listening or you're on a cricket wireless phone, uh, keep on listening. I'm just thinking that... So you think he was just... In this, in these people's utility shed, listening, listening to, to Taylor Swift, and he had a brilliant idea that he was, he was inspired go all the way to, to New York. York. He goes, you know, one day I'll be able. I'll have nothing on my brain. That's what people say. 
That's what people say. <laughs> but I keep. God, what's the name of that, that the next lyric? I keep. It's going to be a, all right. Because a player's going to play, 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 play. And a stalker's going to stalk, 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 stalk. And he's probably going, I'm going to stalk. Shake it off. No, I know, but it's not haters going to hate, but he's not a hater. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. So Shake it off like Shake a motto gear. You should have known that. The hijacker. Right. <laughs> what? You should have known it? Kayla. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kayla? That was a song that would come on the radio and me and a friend would twerk. Would dance. <laughs> I I dare not refer would to she twerk? what I was doing. Did she have a big ass? <laughs> would she did she have a big ass? A big ass? Okay. So what you know, but this uh, so we do have we we do have connections all around the. I mean, this is amazing, the, Mr. Alvarado, and uh, just enough, and and it just goes to show you, because all the rumors you hear about, like if you date Taylor Swift, well, you're going to be her next song. You're going to be her next song, but I wonder if Mr. Al about this. Alvarado Cisneros. Sure. will be involved in it but it just goes to show you don't fall for fucking Taylor Swift because you're doomed you're either going to be in one of her fucking songs you're going to be arrested and you got it both in New York and East he's slowly wiping out the East Coast New York it got all the way south and all the way north and they probably can hit Baltimore what's going to do what's the what's the other guy Selena Selena Gomez Selena Gomez it's going to go through an underwear drawer? Well, that's what, Boca, West Palm? Okay. She wasn't Florida. Oh, there's girls in there. I don't know where no she's at now. Ariana Grande. He's going to beat up her ass. <laughs> oh, my God. She's down well, in What is he going to do to this guy? Is he, like, is he, like, in jail? Well, I'm sure he's going to get... I'm well, he's probably going to get, like, six months, it. and then going to probably get... He's going to stick an ankle bracelet on him. Stalking's a pretty serious thing. You don't show up in a celebrity's apartment in her shower and you... You're not getting out of that without a tracking device. I don't know. I, you know, I think I, that would be logical. That would be a logical but thing. But then again, there's a lot of things. Remember David Letterman's stalker? She was doing all sorts of crazy shit at his house. This was like 15, 20 David years Letterman ago. David Letterman had a female stalker? Oh yeah. What's that old, old Yeah, David Letterman, at the end, at the end of it, whenever you see David Letterman... He looks like the fucking, um, who's the bomber? The bomber, the, um... Kaczynski? Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. He looks a little like Ted Kaczynski. He's in a Shows up with the biggest. Yep. In Minnesota, once again, it rears yep. his ugly head. <laughs> it's a, it does. He's in an underground prison in Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. There's an underground prison just outside of Stillwater, Minnesota. Is that like that the Dark Knight movie? I know. The Dark Knight Returns. He was in an underground prison where they had to climb up the, through the fucking big well and he had to... I thought the best idea for a prison, though, was actually the... In space. In San Diego. Oh. It's a skyscraper. And if they, Go ahead, jump. Yeah, and the windows are only wide enough to fit maybe a hand through. So even if they were to break out the glass, you can only get like your fingers out the window. And really? When they take them out so that they can have their like one hour a day of daylight or you know fresh air and walk around, it's roof. on the roof. 
So you want to get off jump? <laughs> Good luck oh, no. surviving that one. What are you going to put nets out or something? Do no, they, they, don't, they don't care. Well, you got that. You, you have to protect off, the people underneath die, them. You know? No, I'm not cold-blooded. I, no, I, but they're... Like, this is like a maximum security oh. prison for really bad people. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to hold out here. Uh -oh. You guys are going to have to really talk it up because I got to go and use the uh, <laughs> men's room. And you, you know what? You're going to have to start. You're going to have to start talking. I'm going to give you like 30 seconds. Okay. Well, that came on pretty quick. It did. It did. Well, I have these 16 ounces right here. Oh, uh, no. Let's say, let's not go all there. That's enough. No, that's not. That's not necessary. Come on. I mean, that came on like, like a woman who had given birth to twins. Jim, do you pee a little when you sneeze? <laughs> we could get him some of those, um, the adult diapers. That depends. Yeah, depends. That way he could just sit here and in, in the breaks. And if he gets real quiet, he's concentrating and like pushing out the urine. We'll just know. Kind of like how like when a baby's pooping, we make that face. Make that face. Yeah. Like, don't bother me. They don't so, bother me at any you get him oh. some pads for the chair. We don't want to oh, push yeah. him anymore. Those pee pads. We could get some of those pee pads and then he wouldn't get the cushions all messed up in the couch out there. He You know, they do make pills for that, too. I, I wouldn't want to take something for that. I because then what if you couldn't pee? Yeah, well, I wonder if it just lose, like lightens the sensitivity of having to pee, but then I would be more concerned that I would pee myself. You know, just because it's like, oh, well, I don't feel like I have to pee, so maybe you hold it even longer, and then all of a sudden your bladder gets really full, and then you... And well, holding it, and he pees in record time. He does. He's, he's I, that was, no wonder you pee every five minutes. What? <laughs> it was quick. I watched my hands, too. Listeners, quick. comment below on the time in which that took. <laughs> well, I peed in the sink. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, as God is my... In the words of Scarlett O'Hara, as God is my witness... I shall never pee myself again. <laughs> again. Again. No, I. There's been occasions where you have. Not here. <laughs> not here. It's been a few years. It's been. It's been some time. It's. It's been some time you did it. I've mean, I mean, did the car when you're waiting. You know, you're waiting. You're driving. You're going to make it. That's when you're supposed to take like the big Mountain Dew bottle, and then just pee while you're driving, right? Yeah, Joe always gives me. I think Gatorade. stuff like empty bottles and things in my truck. He says they just roll around the floorboard and it looks like crap. What if I get stuck in traffic? Yeah, a Gatorade bottle. What am I That's supposed what, to do? What's the biggest bottle you can use? A, a pickle get jar. Get out on the side of the road while you're stuck in traffic and pee. Yeah. No, because I'm going to get arrested and labeled as a child predator because some kid is going to be behind me and, and see it. And you can't use the cans because they got those sharp edges. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to give yourself another circumcision. No, yeah. You're going to cut the tip of your penis. Just the tip. Unless you uncircumcised. <laughs> well, or what? Are you uncircumcised? No, I'm circumcised. I'm white. I'm <laughs> what do you mean you're white? I'm white. Black people are circumcised too. Right. But how many how many Caucasian people have you met that are uncircumcised? That are not from any specific. I haven't I people? haven't seen a lot of different penises in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen enough penises from around the world, which is not my aspiration. But I haven't, I haven't seen that. I have never seen an uncircumcised penis. You've never seen one in like real life? No, I've seen one in like on weird in an adult video. Yeah, I've never seen. Hey, well, it's just I'm not comfortable. I'm not uncomfortable seeing it. I'm not comfortable. Asking to see it either, you know. Well, you're not asking to see it. You know, no. But if someone says they were uncircumcised, I say, 
Can I see it? <laughs> you would ask that. You'd be like, hey, whip it I out. I think right now I'd have to do it. Right, just like that thing about the tattoo thing we're talking about coming up. That I would. I, I always said I would not get a tattoo because I think it's affected. I'm trying to affect the idea of being a younger man. But it, it's almost my oblig, obligation because of the podcast that I have to get one. No, because there are other people that will probably get one. No, but I can, as a key bartender, maybe I should just you get one. You don't have a tattoo at all? I have no tattoo. None. I have a virgin. That's right, you are a virgin. But that's only because the one that I would get is absolutely massive. <laughs> Ridiculously expensive. It would be all across your back, right? No, it would be further than that. It would. It, my thought is that it would start at my shoulder on the... Just above the peck, I guess you would say, would run up over my shoulder and then kind of spiral across my back, abdomen, then back down, yeah. spiraling down, if you can, like spiral staircase, down my body, and would end at my right knee. But it would be a band of whatever I chose that would just wrap around several times my body. You know what, Dana says something like that. It sounds totally sensible. So cool. But right. if some 19-year-old came up and said, you're so fucked up, motherfucker. That's crazy. But you said it. It sounded like clearly enunciated. This is what I was thinking about. And I was doing it. It makes perfect sense. Yes, of course. I've thought about it since I was 20. And it would take like 35 It, would, it sounds like it would take a month. It. it would be a lot of sittings. It would. That's for sure. But I would tell you. How long do you think it would take me to get a Celtic band around my bicep? My huge bicep. Your huge bicep. I'd say go. I mean, it's not huge. It's big. It depends on if it has color and it's filled. Yeah. Like it. if it's just an outline or if it's filled in with black or if it's filled in with color. I don't need it filled in completely. Like if, it's, like, if it's thick. Kind of greenish. You know, then it would be. I want it girthy. If it's girthy, I want it's going to take more time. Oh, but, oh, 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 oh. but see, some people actually <laughs> get a kick out of getting tattoos. Like Tyler thinks they tickle. Like he has really? a ton of tattoos and he just thinks that they're. That he's falling asleep. Getting the tattoo. Really? But is that it, the best way to get it when you're? He, he tattooed the scar you know, on his leg. What? He tattooed the scar on his leg. Yeah, from when he from shattered his leg from his accident. He has like his, his actual oh, scar. See. He had that tattooed like scar, stitches over the whole thing. Tattoo. Oh wow, that is cool. Yeah. But if I you, don't know why I think if that's you've never cool, had a tattoo, I wouldn't start with a real big. Piece. I would find. I want a Celtic band. I want that. First, I don't want to go. If you can handle the pain, especially if you're going to go all the way under your arm. I'm going to do it because I, I got to be able to accept the pain. It's, it's painful. I'm not. I hey. I'm not a. I, I'm not a wuss. But then again, I'm not stoic. I think it'd be kind of funny because obviously being able to handle it is not necessarily good radio or podcast. But being able not to handle it is good. <laughs> Being able to experience a little pain is good. I think to do it, or maybe I can. We'll, we're going to learn whether. But then again, I do. My thing I fall back back on is the whole blood transfusions I do. I can tell you from personal experience, not that I've been obviously yeah. I haven't been tattooed, but a very good friend of mine has had many many tattoos yeah. from those guys. It is the cleanest, yes. tidiest shop. They open everything in front of you. Oh, I, I, I believe it, that. So there, there is no feasible way that I could see where you would be able to transfer anything from one person to the next because they are absolutely. Oh, I'm not worried. I'm not. I, 
I had no fear of that. I had absolutely no fear of that. Um, rare instances, I just don't want to make a bad contact. What? In rare instances, your body will reject the ink, and you will have spent all of the money, and in about a month, you will have nothing left. Or just very faint. Very faint scars. Oh, really? That's it? It happened to another friend of mine. It's like a superhero. I reject the ink. Well, some people will reject the color. It's odd. It's like the pigment in your skin. It just kind of like, it'll fade so quickly. The ones that are interesting me at this time are the ones with the -the glow-in-the-dark ink. Mm -hmm. Oh, they have that? They can... can, can't see them during the day. Or yeah. It's white, so if you go in a black white, then it, it stands out. Right. That's what I wanted to do my stars with. Once it became yeah, it's You heard that one, the welcome Jamaica, have a nice day. No. Oh. <laughs> you heard that one? Is this the penis tattoo? Yeah, the penis tattoo. Yeah. Guy, guy gets married, he takes his wife, he's very jealous, he goes to Jamaica. He's in Montego Bay. They're having a good time in a nightclub, blah, 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 blah. And he's really jealous. He notices that oh, the natives are really, the locals are really paying a lot of attention to his wife. She's very vibrant and sexy. And he goes in the bathroom, and he knows one of the guys that was talking to her goes, hey. And his wife's name was Wendy. And they're peeing at a trough, and he looks down, and he sees Wendy tattooed on uh, the guy's uh, penis and notices it's kind of fresh. And he goes, hey, I noticed your tattoo. Do you know my wife? He goes, well, who's your wife, man? And he goes, Wendy. He goes, oh, nice. We got a name tattooed on your penis. That's not Wendy. That's welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. Because it gets longer, get it? It's very long, girthy penis. (laughs) It's girthy. (laughs) Long. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's pretty much it. You know, it's there perfect. There's another but one that's similar, and it said short. Like short, and it was like Shorty's Bar and Girl, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shorty's Bar and Girl, Albuquerque. And all you could see was short. A lot of letters. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know, but it's, it, the letters were like the end of words. Yeah. But maybe this one was that. All the shrinkage was in the beginning? I guess so. All the shrinkage, so at the end? Like he shrunk right. That's a specific Maybe it was time. more of like a that's turtle. That's a specific time of shrinkage. Maybe that's a more like a turtle. Like the neck shrinks up? Where the whole darn thing sucks back in like, there except for the little... The head, shirt. yeah. You know what? The head wouldn't shrink up that much because you have a skull in there. <laughs> You're right. Please explain that. <laughs> uh, well, because the part that... I knew, you know what? I don't want to get in deeper in this. That's what he said. Ah, <laughs> you know, bitter boop. Listen, folks, uh, we'd like to thank you for listening. We're at 45 minutes. It's like this. Um, uh, leave us a, a review on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, um, uh, this is Jim the Keys Bartender. I'd like to thank Jenna Kelly. She's waving. I'm not waving. saying anything right now. I know. I'm waving. Waving. And we also have uh, Damon. Hello, hello. And over to the side, we have Tyler. He wasn't on the air, but he will be back. Goodbye. Sorry, seriously, I had to block this people.